Hi, welcome to Just Common Sense. My name's Brian Harrison. Guys, so again, tonight, I've got Jerry on the line. Uh, let's give him applause. Boy, we got a big audience tonight. They're all out there listening, Jerry. They were waiting for you to get online uh, with us, so they're excited. Uh, so we're going to talk about what's going on right now. So say hi. Hello, and why wouldn't they be excited? You and I are on. <laughs> That's true. So I want to talk about something that we need to talk about really, really important right now. And a lot of people aren't paying attention to it because they're paying attention to what's going on with transgender, what's going on with the woke. Oh, gosh, I could go on this all day long, but that's another story. By the way, <laughs> Kid Rock, love you, buddy. That was great what you did, definitely. <laughs> I love that. That was great when he shot up the cans. Uh, for Budweiser. So a lot of people paid attention to that. And that was awesome. I will say it. And I, I give them kudos and stars and everything on that. What you think about that, Jerry, before we get into this? Well, I, I agree. And I think it was fantastic. And one of the other things is too, let's not forget. Yeah, he did that video of him shooting at the cans, but him and also uh, country music star, uh, Travis Tritt have said that they will not allow any Anheuser-Busch products to be right. sold at their concert venues on their next tour. So yep. that's an even bigger deal than, you know, I mean, the video, the video was cool, but the action they took yep. in addition to that is huge. In my opinion, and that's what we need to start doing to take this country and right. putting it back on the right track to, you know, feasibility. Well, you know, you get people like that, like, uh, you know, we talk about real men with real, how do I say it? Real guts. And when you do stuff yep. like that, that's what you have. Instead of some little guy dancing around trying to sell sports bras and things like that, saying he's a woman. Let me tell you something. Be a real man. Be a real woman. There's only two choices, male or female. That's it. Nothing else. Yep. All right, let's go on with this. So tonight we're going to talk about China. Spoken about China in the past, my father told me years ago this was going to be a problem. The people of China are great. I'm not going to say anything bad about them. The government is a problem. They want to do a one-world order. They want to rule the world. They want to rule the world. The last time we saw things like this happening was when Hitler was running Germany. I mean, seriously. This is how bad it's getting. It's getting real bad out there, and you guys are sitting back thinking, oh, I'm worried more about woke. I'm worried about, guess what? You're going to find out if there's a war, you're going to find out how things change quickly, especially when it's a world war. This is not a joke. You guys are going to sit there and go, oh, my gosh, I can't hide anymore. I can't go prancing around. No, you can't. So this is going to be serious stuff we're going to be talking about tonight. Jerry, you obviously have been in the military for a long, long, long time. I've spoken with many other people that have been in the military and some that are in the military, and they're talking about China a lot right now because that is our biggest problem. So, Jerry, your thoughts, and then I'm going to go into some things. Jerry, don't read my well, notes tonight, please, because I know <laughs> apparently you do this, and I've got them right here. <laughs> so, But, uh, yeah, well, you know, I mean, with China, what they're doing right now is they're doing a military buildup. And a couple of things that people need to really pay attention on their military buildup. They're not doing a military buildup for right. defensive measures. What they're building up is offensive measures. And right. so right now there is no particular threat to China out there that would cause them to have to build an offensive measure to go out and get rid of the other people before they come to China. So what China, in my opinion – is going to be doing is China is looking at building 
relationships with other countries like the U.S. has done over the years and build military bases around the world so that eventually at some point, I believe that they're bent on colonization, similar to what the British Empire did back in the 16, 17 and 1800s. Uh, you know, as far as, you know, places like India and, you know, uh, the Philippines and Indonesia and, you know, places like that where the British right. literally had colonies. Right. And I, I have a feeling that that's kind of where China is going. And one reason I feel that way is China has the largest population on the earth right now. Right. And, you know, as far as a country and they don't have the resources to sustain that kind of population and the kind of population growth they have in the long term. So they're going to need resources from somewhere else. Now, the good news is for China that they do have a lot of resources, but just not a lot for the long term with that many people. So they're going to need to get resources from somewhere else. So they're forward thinking and they're going out and saying, hey, you know, since you know we're going to need stuff. So China has started, you know, working and signing treaties with com- countries in Africa and South America they're starting to build uh, bases in countries in Africa and South America. And I think that what you said is on the money. I think that they are looking at a global domination of some sort, whether they're actually controlling the countries or whether they're just controlling the people that run the government in that country. But I think that that is their ultimate goal. Right. Okay. Give me a, a second here to speak about this because I want to talk about uh, – President Ping, first of all, President Ping is in no hurry. That's the way this whole thing started. Let's just go way, way, way back. They China is known for taking their time to do things, and they strategize. They build up slowly. They do this slowly because we're not watching as much, and the world's not watching. We're like, eh. But China has a plan, and China plays this like a chessboard, and they are damn good at it and they play it very strong where i'm going to give an example i am going to talk about joe biden of course we know joe biden has ties with china we know there's been money and all back and forth we've talked about this all of a sudden now joe biden's trying to reach out to them are they talking with him now jerry you've said something about that you said no they're not even picking up the phone is that correct do you know this for sure no, that that is correct. Uh, and it came out in one of the press conferences a couple of weeks ago that Biden has been trying to reach out to Xi, Xi Jinping and that he's been getting ignored and that Ping will not even pick up the phone and talk to him. He has ignored him at uh, global summits. And, uh, you know, the funny thing about that is, if you remember when he was running against, you know, Donald Trump. Right. Biden talked about, oh, I'm the guy that knows this guy better than anybody else. I spent so many tens of thousands of miles traveling with him, and I spent more time with this guy than anybody else in the American government. And it's like, so he made it sound like they were, you know, thick as thieves. They were, they were buds. They were tight. And now the guy won't even talk to him. So that should tell you. I mean, right. I, I know I'm going to shock you, so I'm glad you're sitting down. But, Go you ahead. know, that should tell you that Joe Biden is a liar, you know. Right. And it's like. It's just one of many that he's told. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. as, as a matter of fact, you know, if, if you look at stories he tells and campaign promises yeah. he's made, he's probably got more lies than truths, and yeah. it's unfortunate. It is. Um, so give me a second here. So what I want to do is I want to talk about this. So I think Joe Biden, because he has ties with China, is sitting back going, well, he's my buddy, 
But guess what? Joe Biden, I'll tell you what. The president of China, Ping, he was playing you for a fool, buddy. He was Absolutely. playing a chessboard the whole time, giving you money, doing all this, and you fell right into it, and you still don't know what's going on. That's the way they play over there, and they do it right, and it's wrong because they're, they're, they're evil. I'm going to tell you, when it comes to that government, they're evil. Now, I do want to bring up some other things. Jerry was just talking about something with all these countries jumping in. Guess what? The president of France, uh, what is his name, Macron? Uh, yeah. Macron, Macron, yeah. Macron, Macron, I'm sorry. Uh, Macron. <laughs> but he now has told everybody, he was over in China just recently, he has now told everybody that Europe and France should pull away from the U.S. Do you believe this? After all this time with the allies we've had, now guess what? Saudi Arabia, another one. China's already been working with them. Do you realize if they were to get Taiwan and they want Taiwan very bad, very bad, first of all, the chips are made in Taiwan. The Most of the chips in the world are made in Taiwan. That's part of it. I was listening to somebody today, and they're saying if they get Taiwan, they're going to control the Pacific. And they will. They already have, where's that? Uh, they have an island they built out there as well. And they shouldn't have done that. But yeah, literally, literally dropped sand in the Correct. ocean until it was an island and then built a base on it. And we had a weak president back in the day in office who should have handled this at the time and said yep. no. And the world needs to jump on this and stop this. But this is what happens when you get weak presidents that do not know what they're talking about. Now, the one we have in office is the weakest ever in history the worst president and vice president we've ever had in history. And I'll say it, and I'll say they're both racist, plain and simple. They are. Now, Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. When I saw Harris over in Tennessee the other day, instead of trying to unite people, she was trying, I mean, she was just angry and running her mouth. And that's another story we'll get into later. But when you bring up those cards of black, white, all that, you're being racist when you're using it in that way. So... There's also, we got North Korea to worry about. We got Iran. They're on board with China. What about Cuba? What's your thoughts there, Jerry? Cuba, because they're obviously, they're a communist country. And guess well, what? They've Cuba's popped, a they've, communist country, oh, yeah. but the, the one thing is things have changed a lot since okay. back during the Cuban Missile Crisis back in the 60s. Right. And what I mean by things have changed is our ability to you know, basically monitor Cuba and to isolate Cuba, you know, with a naval uh, blockade, if we had to, is much greater than it was back in the 60s. Okay. And so in the 60s, we actually could have defeated the Russians in Cuba yes. if we had to. We could have defeated the Cubans if we had chosen to. Yes. Um, but uh, we just didn't. But right now, you know, uh, one thing a lot of people yeah. seem to forget is that we still have a – a military base on the island of Cuba, and it is sovereign U.S. territory. Good to know. And so if somebody were to, you know, all of a sudden decide, hey, Cuba is going to be a hostile territory, we actually have a base there. And right. so it's not necessarily that that base would be an important jumping off point. It's more important in the fact that if anybody tried to do anything, that would give us the uh, the legal authority to – take action in Cuba if somebody did take, you know, action yeah. against our base. Yeah. So 
I don't think Cuba's as far as their military, their military really isn't anything to be nervous no, about at this I'm worried point. Worried about that now. Yeah, and it's like, and as far as them using the island to build up, you know, Chinese or Russian yeah. forces, that could happen. But I think it's unlikely. Okay, and that's why I'm asking you, because I wasn't sure about that. But it was a question mark I had because Cuba has sided with Russia in the past, but that was also a different president back then, too, and the country was different. But I had a thought there, and I wanted to bring that up and get your opinion on it. So, Well, and Cuba's not as right. tight as they no. used to be with some of the other uh, communist and socialist regimes in this hemisphere. Uh, you know, like Cuba used to be a lot tighter with Venezuela. They're not nearly as tight right. now, you know, and so Cuba used to be tighter with some of the other uh, countries that were either communist or socialist, and they're really not. And frankly, I think the Cuban people are tired of being hungry and they're tired of being poor and they're tired of being looked down upon. And I don't think it would take a whole lot if things went bad for the people in Cuba to finally rise up against their government. Right. And I don't even think a lot of the soldiers would really put more than a half-hearted effort into saving the government. Cause I think a lot of the soldiers are just right. people that are tired of being poor and you know, that they would join the revolution. Yep. So obviously there is one good thing that came out of this and Jerry and I talked about this. We'll go back. I mean, with Ukraine and Russia and I'll be honest, Jerry and I both said this. When this whole thing started, we thought it would be over within a week or two. Well, we come to find out that they're good fighters. And look how long it's been. Now, also, we've given them lots of money and some weapons, quite a bit of weapons, but lots of money, which I don't think we should. We shouldn't give them any more money. We should stop the money, but I'm sure that's going to continue. The, uh, the plus side that did come out of that, I will say, is the military, the Russian military is very weak right now. It's nothing compared to what it was. And we found out how weak they are, obviously, with Ukraine fighting them. But what's your thoughts on that, Jerry? Well, I, I agree on a couple of things. One, right. I, you know, we did think it would be over very quickly. Yeah. Um, you know, and it wasn't. And I think part of the reason for that is, thankfully, Donald Trump gave them yep. – actual military weapons when he was president because Obama did not. Right. And had they not had the weapons he got from Trump, then I think it would have been over in a week or two. I do think the Russians underestimated the Ukrainians. And I agree that money we should not be giving them. And right. I never felt we should be giving them money anyways. No. You know, I mean, but uh, the military weapons, I think that right now we need to make a commitment to defeat Russia and Ukraine. We just can't allow right. that to go uh, through and let Russia win. And right. with that said, I, but I also think that we need to be keeping a tally sheet of what we give them and right. at the end say, okay, you know what? We understand you got to rebuild your country. However, we're going to give you a, a five-year hiatus. And in five years, you guys need to start paying us back for, you know, you know, 642 tanks and 365 Javelin missiles right. or whatever we sent them. And and have a tally sheet and say, hey, here's what we sent you, and, you know, here's what you owe us, and let's make a payment plan. Because, so, yep. I mean, that's to me that just makes sense because when you yeah. just give them all this stuff, if they think that they are not going to have to pay it back, I right. mean, I, I hate to think this way, but sometimes that stuff could wind up in the hands of our enemies because – you know, if we just give it to them and then at the end of the war, they're like, you know, wow, we got all this military equipment and some other country comes in and says, 
hey, you see that $10 million airplane over there? I'll yep. give you $40 million for that $10 million airplane. Well, they're not doing it because they think it's worth 40. They're doing it because they want to buy that $10 million airplane, go take it back, tear it down, and see what our technology is. Right. And uh, so, you know, that's yeah. the kind of thing that we run the risk of by just sending them weapons and not holding them accountable for paying us for them. Right. And one other thing, I'm going to give me a minute. Um, let's talk about Taiwan. We still owe them weapons. They paid for the weapons. What's taken us oh, so absolutely. long? What's taken us so damn long to get them weapons? And I'm I don't usually cuss, but I'm really frustrated with this whole thing going on right now. And I'm scared. I am scared for this country. I'm scared for the people in this country what's happening here. And it's not just what's happening over there, it's what's happening in this country. And everybody in uh, you go out there, everybody's saying, My God, the world is changing and it's not good. It's scary. And we're seeing it. And obviously uh, our administration's helping it. They're not. They're helping it become worse instead of better. But let's talk about that. What's your thoughts there? Why aren't we giving them weapons well, they part, deserve? Part of what you just mentioned yeah. is a huge flaw in our system. Yeah. And what will happen is we will have an administration that will sign some sort of arms agreement with a foreign country. Right. And we say, okay, great. You know what? Uh, we're going to sign this arms agreement with Taiwan, and we're going to sell them X amount of you know, uh, fighter planes and we're right. going to sell them anti-aircraft missiles and we're going to sell them all this other stuff. Right. Well, stuff like that doesn't, I mean, it's not sitting on the shelf. It's not, there's no military Walmart where everything's sitting there on a shelf. You walk <laughs> in, fill your basket and you walk out. You know, a lot of that stuff takes time to get built. And yes. I mean, and so these contracts are oftentimes for years down the road. It's like, okay, you know, we're going to sign this contract, but you're going to get your first fighter jet two years from now, and you're going to get your last one eight years from now. It's going to take us, you know, eight years from the day you sign to get your last one to you. Well, in the interim, a new president gets elected, comes in and says, well, I don't agree with what the previous administration did. So then what they do is it's, an, it's a signed agreement, but then they start slow walking it and, you know, holding it up and, you know, not getting it to them in a timely manner. And that's pretty much what's going on with the Biden administration is, you know, I mean, they're kind of, you know, they've got the military industrial complex slow walking stuff to countries like Taiwan because, you know, they don't want it to make them look bad because a previous president promised them something. So, Jerry, I'm going to go into this a little bit, too. You just brought up something a little bit ago when it came to Ukraine that they should pay us back. I understand that, but if we were, you know, if we were paid by Taiwan, then we should do our due diligence and give them what they deserve as well. Oh, I agree. Now, I want to say this: although we're not doing our our participation, doing what we said we were going to do with them, but we're giving stuff to Ukraine. So, I know it's hard to do this on two fronts. I get that. But this should have been handled a long time ago. And, of course, you know they're going to blame Trump. They blame Trump on everything, just like they're blaming Afghanistan now on Trump. That's what Joe Biden does. It's like a big brother and a little brother with a big, you know, the little brother like Joe Biden's going, he did it, he did it, he did it. And, really, you're the one that did it, buddy. You're the one that did it. And Biden's the problem here. But that's another story. But, again, you know, I kind of wanted to go into that and say we owe them and we need to take care of Taiwan and get some weapons over there. But I think when you got Joe Biden up there, he's soft peddling going, oh, my gosh, we can't get tough with China because they're going to attack. Oh, I'm scared. 
China. Well, two, two does things not, on hold, that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Let me finish. Ta- China does not look at you when you're doing that. They, when you're being tough, that's when they pay attention. Correct. You've got to handle a bully, and they're a bully, and you've got to be tough. Stand up to a bully and handle it. So anyway, but go two, on, Jerry. Two, two things on that front. One, yep. most of the weapons that we're sending to Ukraine are not the weapons we would have sent to Taiwan. Okay. Good so, to know. Yeah, I mean, because, like, for example, we haven't okay. sent any fighter jets to Ukraine. Okay. Um, you know, and that's one of the things that we have sold to Taiwan. Now, are there okay. things that we're sending to Ukraine that we might have sold to Taiwan? Okay. Possibly. Good to you know. know that because I don't, I don't have every list of everything we've of sold. Of course but, not. You know, but yeah. even so, it does tie up our manufacturing capabilities. Right. If they're manufacturing things to send to Ukraine, that's that means that maybe they're not manufacturing what they needed to send to Taiwan. Right. Uh, as far as the other thing, uh, you know, with China too. Yep. We have to be very careful because, you know, like you said, we're, we're using up our resources. That's where and I was China go. looks at where we're using our resources yep. right now. If they decided to make a move against Taiwan, right. Taiwan does now. Now, the one thing is Taiwan has a right. tremendously strong military for the size country they are. Oh, and yeah. that's all due to us. And so, but the thing is, if the Chinese did go ahead and invade Taiwan, right. Taiwan does not have all the stuff that we've promised them, and we don't just have stuff on the shelf ready to hand them because we have been passing stuff on to Ukraine. And then I'm going to throw in the third thing, which is something you and I have talked about quite a bit in the past, and that is, A, we don't have the weapons. I already said that. B, Taiwan is not at full strength because they don't have everything we've promised them. But B or C is – the transportation of the weapons over there, even if we were to send them and then being able to sustain military operations. And why do you think I bring up C on the transportation, being able to sustain military operations? If you had to take a guess, what do you think it might be? I would say it's got to do with long trip, getting things over there through the sea. Is that what you're talking about? Well, no, 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 you're you're right. You're on the right Right. track, but to send something over there, what do you need to do to send it over there? Take a ship. Send it over. Okay, and the ship Same. and the ship runs on electric. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it runs on uh, diesel or nuclear now. Some of them. <laughs> well, not the nuclear. transport ships aren't nuclear. Well, no, 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 the, no not transport. So, in other words, so, other so, so where I'm going with this is yeah, I had to joke about the reserves. electric. Huh? Yeah, the strategic oil reserves. So we have decimated our strategic Bingo, oil yeah. reserves. Damn good one, Jerry. And it was good. So. You know, I mean, so now we're at a point where if the Chinese attack Taiwan, well, you were on the right track. You'd have got that. I know, but you got me, man. I'm like sitting here. I'm going, okay, okay, he's getting me. I can't get this one, and I'm usually good at it. But if you think about that, you (laughs) know, I mean, it's like so now we're short on weapons. We're short on money. Yep. And now we're short on oil. And a lot of again, a lot of people don't know this. Oil is the reason that the Japanese attacked us at Pearl Harbor. Because they had all the oil they needed at that moment to wage war. And if they waited until they had less, we had told them we weren't going to sell them any more oil. So the Japanese were like, okay, well, you know, we got to act now or we're not going to be able to later. So now we're in a worse position than Japan was at the beginning of World War II as far as fuel oil. Yep. How crazy is that? (laughs) (laughs) So I wanted to bring up Japan, too. That's another thing. I think – 
Japan's starting to talk about building their military, and I think we should uh, definitely say, yes, build a military, let's go. Let's. Japan is known for a good, you know, they're, they're they, well, in the past, they were great fighters. We'll say it. I'm sure they are now, too. And let me tell you, we need to get our our people in order here. We need to go ahead and say, hey, we need to support Japan. We need to support Europe. We need to support these countries and say, we're with you. We're on board with our allies. And that's what we need to do. We're turning our back on our allies is what this administration's doing. They're more worried about this woke crap right now and everything else instead of doing their job and paying attention to what's really going on out there in the world. They're focused on that and focused on their jobs. It's all they're worried about right now is their jobs, their money, and they're not worried about the American people in this country. I don't think they give a dang about the American people in this no. country. They really no, that's don't. that's very obvious. It's very obvious, and people are talking about it all the time. Although you got some people on the left that are so dang brainwashed, they're ridiculous. I mean, they just sit there and talk, 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 and they don't even... Like, one's, one's talking today about the shooting that was going on in Tennessee and other shootings going on. And this individual, I see her all the time talking against guns, 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 guns constantly. And I said, this is what I say to anybody out there who talks about guns. How are you going to get the guns out of the bad guy's hands? Answer that question. Never an answer. And I said, I've never had somebody able to answer ever zero because they have no way of doing it. They want to just attack something that they have no clue what they're doing. Something that protects our home and protects the Second Amendment, but protects our home mostly. And they're more worried about just taking the guns away from the people and say, oh, well, criminals gave up their guns. We've talked about this before. That's called conditioning. They've been conditioned. They're brainwashed because they listen to the government that says, oh, well, this is going on. It's about guns, this administration. And you know what? I still see a lot of people running around with masks on that are on the left uh, because they've been conditioned. And this is the problem. They're not waking up to see what's going on. And I'll tell you what, if we get into a world war and this is going to happen, these kids right now are going to go, oh, my God, what am I to do? I'm hiding under my bed instead of like the 1940s and 30s and all that when they'd be real men and women. Women were fine, but men back then. And they would get up, go join the military and fight for this country and do the right thing. And that's what this is about. They used to have draft. I think they should still have the draft. That's my opinion. Jerry, you may yep. have a different opinion on it, but I believed in a draft, and I think it should still be in, you know, still be there. That's what I'm going to say. I'm, I'm frustrated with this. <laughs> I well, get that know, way sometimes. I, I just, I, you know, I look at what you're yeah. saying or hear what you're saying, and, yeah. like, one of the things that just, you know, almost made me laugh out loud yeah. was when you mentioned the thing about there's still people running around wearing masks, and... So today I was watching part of the White House press briefing and there was a person sitting in the middle of the White House press briefing wearing a mask. Only one, but even in that, but they did stick out. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, okay, now notice I said they were sitting in the middle of the group. Uh, Yeah. So they were literally sitting in the middle of the group with one of those ineffective masks that doesn't even work. Not like one of the specialty respirators with filters and everything like that. So they had to either walk past all those people or let all those people sit down around them. And they were sitting in the middle. They weren't sitting and standing in the back of the room where they might have, you know, uh, reduced their potential contact. But they were sitting dead smack in the middle. And I just thought, oh, my goodness. I mean, it's like, are you kidding me? And it's like, but you're right. And, you know, 
I, I got to tell you, those are the people that you know really have no clue what's going on in the world no. today. No, they're conditioned. I talked about and, this. And going year, back to your being ago. afraid to yep. uh, to take action if something were to happen, uh, I was watching one of the news shows, I don't know, yesterday or day before, something like that. And there was this, uh, they had taken this poll on the percentage of people yeah. that they polled that said that if a war came to America, would they be willing to fight? Like if it actually came here, not if we just got in a war and they had to go overseas, but if it came here. And it was some fairly low number of people that said that they would. And so I thought, wow, you know what? It, I mean, it would be interesting to publish the names of the people, you know, because if you remember that the yeah. left always likes to publish the name of people on the right when they disagree with them. Right. Wouldn't it be interesting to publish the names of the people on the left so that we could say, hey, you know, if a war comes, uh, you get nothing from me. I'm not going to give you food. I'm not going right. to give you shelter. I'm not going to uh, do anything. You know, I mean, it's like, and you know, I mean, if you're not going to be willing to fight, I'm sure not going to waste my resources on a coward like you. Yeah. And so, you know, I was talking to another friend of mine and I mentioned this to him and he said, I'll take it a step further. <laughs> he says, if I had that list, he said, they'd be my first few bullets. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Why would you well, say that? And he goes, cause they're the first one to go out and turn you in to yeah. the enemy. Oh, yeah. And I was like, wow, I hadn't thought about that. So I'm not saying that would be my first thought, oh, but that was his, either, his yeah. conversation. And, yeah. you know, and, and speaking of that, too, I do know somebody and, and I'm not going to bring up a name because, you know, I mean, don't know if this person won't be saying it. But uh, somebody that you and I both know has joined right. the ranks of the Second Amendment followers now. Yeah. And so we, we do have another good guy if something bad happens. Yep. Um, so, guys, I do want to talk about something that I saw. I actually was on uh, Twitter was it today or yesterday? I think it might have been yesterday, and I saw some. Yeah, I actually sent it to you, Jerry. Um, but guy was out there, and he says, we need to change this whole Constitution. We need to strip the Constitution and start all over. We need to take the Second Amendment away, and I will be the first one to go hand, door to door and drag these people out for their guns. Um, okay, well, guess what? Come and take them. that's what i'm going to say to this guy because honestly these guns are to protect us against the bad guys out there and if you're not if you are one of the bad guys you're part of the problem and talking like that and threatening people in this country like that makes you one of the bad guys so i wonder if you actually i i wonder if this guy actually has a gun i'm sure he has multiple guns and he's just lying his butt off so but and you know what? Did they pull him off of Twitter when it was on Biden's personal Twitter account? No. And I saw it there. I have copies of it and everything else. Absolutely crazy to let talk like that go on. But again, they you know they do this, and there's a lot of stuff out there. I Look, I've said it before. We all need to unite, and we need to come together. And we need to come together now and forget this woke shit and all this. Because you know what? We need America strong again. We need the men and women in this country strong again. We don't need this woke shit. We don't need all this right now. We need, and we need these companies, these actors, everybody to become strong and become united because that's why it's called the United States of America and one nation under God. And that's what I'm going to say there. And that's what this country was based off of. And that's what they forgot. And you know what? They forgot God as well. And that's what they're trying to get out of California. You know, they're trying to ban Bibles in California. There's a uh, bill out to do that. Did you hear about that? 
I had not heard that, but I did Absolutely. hear something interesting in California today. I think I sent you a link to it that uh, one yeah. of the guys that was integral in the implementation of the red flag laws out there right. recently had a bunch of uh, legal action that has been filed against him. Yeah. And, you know, for different things. And so, you know, some of them are violence on his behalf. Oh, and boy. Uh, he has admitted that he's going into rehab for substance abuse and also that he suffers from PTSD. Well, this guy also has a concealed carry permit out there. Scary. So wait a minute. That's a little hypo- uh, hypocritical when you're one of the politicians that is promoting and writing the red flag laws and you fit almost every instance of what you want the red flag laws to do so one of the local gun groups in san diego has uh filed with the sheriff's association out in uh california to have this guy have all his guns removed and his concealed carry permit suspended under the red flag laws and they said we hate doing it but we have to make an example of somebody yeah and so here's the guy that helped write the law and now he is an admitted substance abuser he has admitted psychological problems, which doesn't make you a bad person, right, but it no. sure doesn't mean that you should be running around with a gun. Nope. And so, you know, they're like, you know, so if, if anybody fits the bill for these red flag laws, it's yep. him. So, you know, now we'll, it'll be very interesting yeah. to see if this guy gets his guns taken away and if he gets his concealed carry yep. permit suspended until they can get him through all this mm-hmm. because he's a Democrat. Yeah. And because he's a Democrat and a politician – there's a good chance this guy doesn't get anything done. Right now, Harris was in uh, Tennessee, and they're trying to reinstate those people that were kicked out in Tennessee. You know that, right? Oh, the uh, uh, state the three, legislators? Yeah, the three of yeah. them. Yeah, well, one of yeah, them. Yeah, but, see, but for, who's but trying to reinstate them? Harris pushed it all, and the Democrats okay, are but, trying but to but push here's, it. Yes. But here's the thing about right. that, okay? Yeah. She has zero authority in Tennessee. I know, but she was pushing it out there anyway. She was out there the other day yelling about it and everything else. So I'm sure some of that got to some of these people and said, we need to do something more. And that's what the Democrats are doing. So it's part of it. It's part of it. She should have been out there talking with everybody, not yelling like she was. She was absolutely. And you know what? Let's talk about it. She went out there and did that. Did she go visit the police officers that handled the shooting and thank them personally or anything? No, she did not visit them at all. Nothing was said. Zero. Those are the heroes. Those are what this country is forgetting. Our law enforcement, they are forgetting our law enforcement, and that's a big part of the problem. I mean, we've talked about this before. So what's your thoughts, Jerry? I fully agree with you, and I guarantee that if you were to find out who she did speak with, yeah, that she didn't go and speak with the nope. families of no. the people, she you know, not. or if she did speak with any families, it wasn't not. any of the ones that might be conservative. And so, you know, it's just when when you look at that, these people, they're, they're – uh, people like Joe Biden, Joe Biden's a despicable person. I yep. mean, I, I, I think he's an ineffective president. Like you said, right. I think I, I would agree with you that if not the worst, he is top two. That's <laughs> like, you know, I mean, he's a horrible president, but he's, he's also a horrible person. Right. And Kamala Harris is a horrible person as well. Right. And, you know, I mean, so when you look at these people, I mean, Joe Biden, it's obvious now, I, I got to tell you until the last two or three years, 
I really didn't realize the corruption that yes. he was involved in. I knew he was corrupt, uh, but I know. what we've seen come out the last couple of years just really does floor me because yeah. I just don't see how he got away with that much for that long, which yeah. makes me suspect all long-term politicians now. But, oh, know. you know, Kamala Harris is, you know, I mean, look how she got where she is. She literally slept her way to where she is. Oh. And she has no other qualifying skills. And so, yeah, I mean, you look at that. So, I mean, she's probably just as corrupt as Biden, you know. And it's like, but, you know, they, they, know. they don't have the the actual, uh, yeah. you know, the moral standing to do the right thing. And so, you know, I mean, if it's against what they believe, instead of going to somebody that's hurting because they lost a family member and right. saying, hey, you know what, let's put all this politics stuff aside for a minute. Man, I'm really sorry what happened. Is there anything you need from me? They can't yeah. do that. No. Well, you know what? And the problem is, that's where I come back and say, you know, we need to unite. We need to come together, all of us, Democrats, Republicans on. It'd be great if we could do this, but this is not helping when you have all this woke stuff, when you have um, when you have Joe Biden and those guys up there trying to divide us instead of unifying, like he said, another lie he did. But uh, many, many lies that guy has done. And I, you know, I've never thought I'd feel this way about our own government. I, you know, when it comes to that, I mean, I'm really, really shocked to see all this going on. You know what? And they keep blaming on Trump. You know what? I'm, I, you know, I saw what let's talk one minute about Avon Bragg again up uh, in New York saying we've got very low crime. Well, you know what? They've got very high crime. I just sent out a uh, video that came out today to a friend. I didn't send it to you, but I sent it to someone else, Jerry, and we talked about it. Guys in the store shoots not this was just somebody else in the store with him. They were arguing over something. Shoots him in the head, no remorse, just shot him, and the guy was struggling a little on the ground, so he put the gun, boom, shot him right again in the head. This and I, you know, this is graphic, but I don't want to show these things. But this is going on out there, and then he steals his money while he was on the ground dead because he had no soul. This guy he has no soul, yeah. and he knows he can get away with it because obviously they've got a DA up there who's very weak, as we see. All he keeps focusing on is Trump and other things. He thinks, well, oh, this is it, but he's let a lot of people go, and he shouldn't have. Well, see, that's the thing. He yeah. keeps reducing felonies of other criminals, right. but now he's taking misdemeanors on Trump and Correct. elevating them to the level of a felony. Correct. So, and you know what? I'm going to say, I, before I get into I want to say another thing here. I do want to talk about this. Obviously, Trump said something yesterday that shocked a lot of people, and this has got to do with this show tonight. I'm going to say it because big part of this is what he said. He said just this. That was it. He said, World War Three. He said it on Easter. You know what? People were shocked. They were sitting there going, a Christian wouldn't say this. Nobody would say that, especially on Easter. Oh, my gosh, this is terrible. Do you know what? It's called shock factor to do that. It, it shocked everybody. You know what? Because Trump is right. This is where this is going right now. And Absolutely. we're seeing it, and Trump is saying, wake up, because everything he said so far about this administration has been right. Yep. And that's what he's saying. He's saying, wake up, people. So he talked about DeSantis. I did see an article on DeSantis because I know people were upset with him going after DeSantis. 
And he said, DeSantis, at this point of time, and he was nice about it, actually he was, he said, at this point of time, if he ran for president, he'd probably lose. And the problem is he's going to divide the Republican Party by doing that. He said he should stay in Florida right now, just being governor, and then he should look at running for president after that. And that's all he said. It was real nice. It wasn't going after him, wasn't attacking him or anything else. And he's got a point there, I believe, Jerry. What's your thoughts I've there? I've been saying that for probably There's about seven point. or eight months now. There you and, go. You know, it's it's funny. Even my friends in Florida, yes, most of them agree with that. Yes. You know, I mean, there are some that, that, you know, out of a certain amount of pride, they're like, man, he's a great governor and he'd make yes. a great president. Yes. And, you know, and, and they say yeah. he should run now. And, and I tell him, look, I agree. He's mm-hmm. a great governor and I think he would make a good president. Mm-hmm. But I just I think that he needs to stay one more term in Florida and solidify yes. the things he's done. And the other thing is, you're right. He may not be the right guy to win the, the presidency for the Republicans. Correct. Although he he is a lot further ahead than he, he would have been a year yes. ago if that hurricane hadn't hit. Because he did do a great job on yes, that. Yes, he did. You know, I mean, but I, I think he did a great job handling all the COVID nonsense. I think he did a great job uh, after the hurricane. And I I think one of the reasons that there's so many people that are torn on the difference between DeSantis and Trump is that DeSantis does a lot of Trump-like things. Right. And, you know, as far as getting things done, he's cutting red tape, you know, like – there was one of the bridges that was down in, in Florida after that last hurricane, and he had a new temporary bridge in place for the residents because it was to an island where the residents had no other way on and off. Yeah. He had a temporary bridge in place in two weeks. Very fast. And it's like, that's unheard of. Very and, fast. You know, uh, so, you know, when you look at stuff like that, you know, I mean, yes, he, he knows how to do things when they need to get done and how to get things done. I get right. it, but... I just think this is not the right time, and I, I also think, and this is something you and I have discussed, that he's being short-sighted because one thing that he's failing to recognize, and he probably recognizes it privately yeah. but just not publicly, right, is that if he's the vice president under Trump, if he were to go as oh, vice yeah. president under Trump, he's the heir apparent to be president after yes. Trump because Trump can only do one more term. Uh, yeah, so but I would even love if to he's not that. the vice president – Yes. If he were to say, hey, you know what, here's the thing, Donald, I'm going to step aside. I'm not going to run against you. But what I want is I want your word that you're going to back me and endorse me in the next presidential election, even over whoever you have as vice president. Correct. I don't think that would be out of line for him to ask. And I don't think that would be out of line for Trump to grant. And whoever Trump gets as his vice presidential running mate, he should tell them that if he's made that promise. And I don't think there's very many people that would be upset with a, an agreement right. like that. And I right. think DeSantis would be strong against China. And I think he would be strong against Iran and Russia and all the places that we're having trouble with right now. Right. I, I agree because we weren't having any issues when Trump was in office. Um so that being said, I mean, I just wanted to bring that up because I think you got a valid point there, Jerry. You have been talking about this, and I think that would be a great thing. And I think I'd love to see him as vice president. Again, that would be awesome, and I think that would be great for them to go there with that. Now, Trump has been known to do this. He did go after him a few times on some things. He also went after Mark Rubio and other people, but guess what? afterwards guess what mark rubio supports trump a lot of these guys he went after support trump 
Isn't that amazing? Yep. Well, and, and the one the thing that, that I'll, I'll make one differentiation yeah. there, that with Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz yeah. and, and yes. those guys, Trump always said that I will not hit you first, but if you hit right. me first, I'll hit you 10 times harder back. And I think that he has actually kind of broken his cardinal rule there with DeSantis, and I think Trump has gone and made the first move against DeSantis, and I, I kind of wish he had not done that. I know. I, I wish there. that, I wish I, you know, and, and, and by the way, just, you know, for the record, I know that, you know, the people out there, you know, that are listening, you know, if there's somebody that doesn't, you know, really know me or, or hasn't heard me before, I'm as strong a Trump supporter as there is out there. And so, but I just, I really wish he had not gone offensive right. on DeSantis. I think DeSantis is a great guy for the Republicans. I think Trump's a great guy for the Republicans. And I think that the two of them at loggerheads will only weaken the Republican Party. Yep. Yep. So, you know, we talked about quite a bit tonight, and we talked about Trump. We talked about all this stuff going on right now. And I got to say this. I do support Trump. Trump's going to get my vote. And, guys, really, really, really listen to what's going on out there in the world right now because I will say it. And I'm going to say this one thing. When Trump gets back in office, keep America great. Can't get quite on because I got my headphones on, but I got my mega hat on. <laughs> my keep America there great hat. So, guys, just want to bring that up. Let's support this country right now and everything that's going on. But let's let's pray for this country as well with everything going on right now and the world as well because I'll tell you what. Right now, a lot of people are terrified with China and everything that with what's going on over there right now, and it is bad. It is really bad. So, if you guys would like to go to my website www.justthe-commonsense.com, please go down to the bottom of the page and subscribe and share and check out the videos and the podcast. Love to hear back from you guys. Go to the email, and guys, you could see that at the bottom of the web page. That kind of sounded like an advertisement, didn't it? It did. <laughs> and if you and want a me to good one, and if you want me to advertise for your company, I can do this too. <laughs> we can talk about this. Bud's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! All right. So we ended the show with that. We talked about China. We talked about everything. Uh, is there anything else we missed on this whole China thing? No, I think we pretty much covered it. It's just something that people need to pay attention to because, uh, well, well, actually, you know what? There is one thing. It's something yep. you and I talked about uh, outside of the call, and but the, it's very important. And now that I thought about it, I do want to bring it up. Yep. Uh, and that is that I was watching the Pentagon uh, spokesperson Kirby, oh, glad who you said I am actually, yep. I, I am absolutely embarrassed that that guy is yep. uh, a retired admiral from our Navy. And, uh, you know, I was watching yep. him and he was talking about, uh, Xi Jinping and he said something about Ping says that their military will be ready, uh, in 27, as far as like, you know, in, in 2027, as far as, uh, you know, maybe an offensive move against Taiwan. Yep. Well, that is a classic misdirection, you know, by somebody like Ping, so what he does is he says, oh, we'll be ready by 27. Well, and then people start going, oh, my gosh, that's four years from now. And who knows what's going to be going on in four years. 
right? I, I believe that they're either ready now or they're going to be ready far before 27. And that that was just to put people at ease so that we sit back and, and take it easy and don't pay attention. But I, I think that if we think they're going to wait four years, that we've got another thing coming. And if we don't project strength, and when I say project strength, I don't mean be antagonistic and start a war, right. but just project strength and let them know that if they do start a war that, you know, they're going to lose. And, uh, you know, I mean, we need to do that. But I think that by him coming out and saying that, oh, yeah, you know, my military would be ready by 2027. Anybody that believes that, uh, you know, man, I, I got some, you know, waterfront property in the Everglades, oceanfront property in the Everglades to sell you, you know, because, um, you know, it's just uh, you're, you're just not paying attention if, if you think that, you know, he's going to tell you the truth about when his military will be ready. Yep. So one thing I heard today, first of all, just like you just said there, chess, buddy. And I play, I play yeah. chess. I played it, and that's what he's doing. And he plays a hell of a better game than Biden. Biden doesn't even know how to play checkers. But Biden didn't know how to even get out of bed, apparently. Oh, by the way, I do want to thank Trump for one thing. Thanks, Trump, for uh, getting the Easter. Uh, telling everybody uh, we really appreciate you saying this. I can't remember exactly what he said, but he said, I want to say happy Easter to everybody. Keep Jesus in, you know, your hearts and all. And it was something like that. And he said, Jesus has written, risen and all this. And guess what? Trump was the first one to put it out. Biden said it like an hour later. <laughs> it took him forever to get up and say it. Trump was already up moving, saying things and already getting out there. So Trump was ahead of the game. Um, as well, always, Biden was probably, he probably didn't get it out because he probably had gone to his black church first before he went to his Catholic church, you know? Oh yeah. Cause he remember he, he went to all these different churches, oh, you know, know, when he was younger, you know I mean? I mean, that guy spent more time in church than a priest. If he did what he said, I, I, he's probably playing around with the Easter egg somewhere out there with the bunny rabbit hopping around, trying to figure out, okay, which direction do I go? <laughs> trying to figure out what egg to grab. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's, it's very important just to keep an eye out what's going on out there. Um, so, prediction or prediction? When, I can't even speak now, Jerry. Uh oh. When is your prediction on when do you think China is going to do something? Because before you say anything, I heard on the news just a little while ago, China said we're ready. Yeah, I don't doubt that, and I, I think that they're they that. they're going to do one of two things. They're either going to make some sort of a move before. Um, our next election, because they can't risk the fact that uh, Trump is in office or DeSantis is in office. Um, and so, you know, they're going to do it under the weak administration. And, you know, that's so they're either going to do that or if they sit back and say, man, let's wait and see if Biden gets elected again. I think it would be sometime early in Biden's second term if they were going to do something. Now, I, I do throw in the qualifier if. I, do I think they're going to do something? Yes. I think China realizes that the longer they wait on Taiwan, that the less chance there is they're actually going to reassimilate Taiwan back into China, uh, you know, if they let it keep going on longer. So I think China realizes they have to make a move. And I know that they do not want to do it under a Trump or a DeSantis. Predictions on my part, I'm saying between two weeks to three months. And I hope I'm wrong. God help us all. All right. So that's it. 
So, anything else going on out there, guys? You want to talk about anything? You want to talk about, um, let's see, um, let's see. Let's talk about female hair growth or female baldness or something like that. Uh, or male baldness <laughs> or male hair growth. Yeah, let's make fun of it because they're the transgenders doing that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making fun, guys. Oh, my gosh, she's attacking us. No, guys, you could dress and do what you want. I just don't want to be pushed in our faces. That's the main thing. And you know what? Um, by the way, I forget her name. She's a swimmer. She was out there and she got attacked the other day. I saw that. I, I forgot her name too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then there's two things. Uh, she got attacked the other day. Uh, physically, my understanding, she got, did she get beat up or something? Did you hear about well, that? Well, she was happened? trying to, she was trying to, uh, leave this event. She had just been at and spoken at. And uh, fortunately, there was security, but they got like pushed down a hallway and into a corner. And, you know, they were literally trying to assault her. Uh, you know, they weren't just saying mean things. They were literally trying to hurt her. I know because they're trying to take away women's rights. And that's what's going yeah. on. Transgenders are trying to take away women's rights. I've said this before. But to do that just shows you there's a serious problem there. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. And there are states that are on board with transgender males being in female sports there was a boxer on just the other day uh boxing a woman and literally he, he spoke and he had a man's voice even though he tried to look like a woman but it was like bang knocked her right out and that was it and acted like oh i'm doing this for the women no you are a no, dude you're, not. you're a dude you're doing it because you can't compete against the real men so you compete against women and any man that hits a woman is the lowest bred of nothingness in my book. Or if yeah. any man abuses or hurts a child or pedophile, my opinion, straight to hell. That's my opinion on it. I shall not judge, but I judged on that one. <laughs> no, I get well, too religious. You know, I, believe it or not, <laughs> Brian, I, that's I have a solution on oh, a care. lot of this now. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. I know where Jerry's going to go with this. Careful, Jerry. This but, is a show. The, the, <laughs> no, no the, no, the solution on this really is something I just kind of came to the realization of like in the last maybe say two weeks because yeah. it's been coming to the forefront a lot more with all the trans athletes. And yeah. now the judges are starting to block laws that won't let trans people run against girls. Yeah. And, and right. when I say trans, I, yeah. you know, just for the record, I know you know this, but yeah. just for everybody out there, there is no such thing in my opinion. You're either a, a born a male or born a female and sewing something on or cutting something off doesn't make you the other thing. Well, but, you know, but as far as solving this whole uh, sports thing, Okay. Yeah. It's actually much simpler than what we're trying to do. We're actually doing it the hard way. And I just came to this realization last couple okay. of weeks. All we need to do is start awarding trophies based on the gender of birth. So a guy wants to run on the women's, you know, track team. Hey, fantastic. When he crosses the line, you know, then what we're going to do is we're going to give a trophy to the first place finisher in the trans category. And then we're going to give a first place trophy to the the top female, actual female that was born a female. Well, once these guys start getting a trophy that means nothing, then they're going to be like, well, why am I even bothering to do this? They're not going to want to do it anymore. Hey. So that's actually a simpler solution than a lot of the things we're, we're trying right now. Just yeah. give a trophy to people based on their gender of birth. Hey, I have, a, I have another idea, too. You just made me think about it. All right, let's have men's sports, women's sports, and let's have transgender sports. Let's see what happens well, when yeah, they you, all get in the ring. You and I actually mentioned that about a year or two ago. <laughs> I don't remember that. Did I mention that? 
<laughs> well, it, it was one of those brief asides when we were talking about something else. And, you know, I mean, and, you know, we talked about that as well yeah. as I, and, and here's the funny thing, a real woman wouldn't have any want to go and run in a transgender race and a real no. dude no. would not want to. No. So basically only the trans people would want to do that. Yes. And it's like, and so, yeah, I mean, but yeah, no, that's, I, I agree yeah, with you. Have, and it's like, yeah, we have special Olympics. Let's just have special transgender sports. <laughs> well, or oh, since God, it's but I, kind of a mental disorder, just yeah. put the trans people in the special Olympics. Well, that wouldn't be fair for the guys there, really. You know what <laughs> well, I mean? That's true. The t- people with a true guys, disability. Because there yeah. are true disabilities, I say. Yeah. You know, I, no, you know, that's true. That's not You're right that. about that. I, that's that, wrong. that would not be a good that's solution. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But, but no, but if you think one. about that, but if we just gave out the trophies yeah. based on gender of birth, and yes. all of a sudden these guys realize that I'm not actually winning, winning the women's championship. Yeah. I'm winning the trans championship. And they're like, you know, and that means nothing. Yes. Because, you know, I mean, so if they actually gave separate trophies to the actual women yeah. and the pretend women, then, you know, I think I'm, that would end that real yeah. quick. I, I'm just saying I thought it was funny to put that out there, transgender, you know, Olympics or whatever you want to call it. No, you're <laughs> right. Funny. You're right. But, uh, you know what? I will not watch that on my TV. I will not want to see that. I think they should put a R rating saying, please Avoid this channel for children. <laughs> children yeah, do right. not need to see this. <laughs> Look, I talk about these parades all the time. They've apparently, I think they have one here down in Apex because apparently we've got a weak mayor down here. But uh, that's what I'm going to say about that. I, you know, I don't know. I've heard this. I know uh, I was at one of the uh, Republican conventions recently, and they were talking about Apex, and they were saying, yeah, they had a parade down here. And look, if you're going to let people dance and prance all around and do what do they call that when they tw- oh, twerk their butt and all that yeah, in front twerking, of children, yeah. in front of children and woman, anybody that's doing that, anything of that stuff in front of children, you're sick. And that's yeah, male, female, you just anybody. Said it on, you just nailed it on the head, though. Right. That's right. wrong whether you're a man or a woman Absolutely. to do to a child. And yes. so, but as as far as, you know, when you're somebody that's, you know, flamboyantly sexualizing who you are. Yes. You know, I mean, in reality, as far as a successful, uh, let's call it trans person, because, I mean, you know how I feel about that. Yeah, I know. You know, a successful trans person, in reality, would dress, put on makeup, and do their hair in a manner that people couldn't tell. Right. That it was a man pretending to be a woman, or couldn't tell that it was a woman pretending to be a man. So right. when they're out there being flamboyant like that, right. you know, what they're doing is they're sexualizing things because they're not saying, hey, you know, I just want you to see me as who I am. If they wanted you to right. see them as who they were, they would try not to be conspicuous. Right. But by being purposely conspicuous, that's part of the problem. Yep. All right. So, guys, it is time to end the show because we are going on an hour and I need to uh, do that because I'm only allowed an hour. I might go a few minutes over here or a minute or two, but... Uh, that being said, we're going to go ahead. I'm going to end this show tonight. I do want to say, though, when it comes to transgender people, that is your choice to dress up, do whatever you want to do. I, that is totally up to you. Just don't parade it in front of our children. Don't go out there and push it in other sports. That's what we talk about. And don't push this stuff at us. Look, honestly, I'm not against gay. I am not against black. I'm not against anybody. 
I am against when you push on children and you push on people and you it's and you push into sports when it shouldn't even be in there. And I know this whole topic was about China tonight, and we needed to keep that in. You know, I wanted to put that in perspective, but we got a little off track here. But again, we need to come together, and we do. And guys, when it comes to protesting, and I'll always do it peaceful. Don't get out there and try to, you know, start fights and things like that because that's not what we're about. That's not what the United States is about. That's not what real American people are about. So I, well, actually, we can bring it back around to your China thing too because everything we've talked about, China doesn't allow. There, China doesn't allow you know, uh, you know, sexual exploitation of children. Right. You know, and you know, as far as you know, with these, uh, you know, trans people. Yeah. And I mean, now does China they do horrible at, things with children? Yes. yes, they do. Yes, they do. But but there. what I'm saying is they don't. But they don't allow the public exploitation like that. You right. know, as far as trans. As, as a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, I I could okay. be, but I believe China is one of the countries that homosexuality is against the law. Yeah. You know, because I know yeah. in Saudi Arabia that's a that's a prison offense, and that's that's you know? and that's sad. That's the case because I mean, obviously. Yeah. I'm not against, you know, it's not anything that I, you know, I don't, I'm not against people that are gay and all that. I say that. I'm just against when you start doing that and you put in the rainbow flags, you're pushing in everybody's face, you're push, pushing on these parades right. in everybody's face, uh, just like anything. Because when you do that, you're dividing yourself from being a human being or being an American as well. And then you're becoming racist going after other people. We don't well, want see, that. that's kind of my point is yes. that, you know, the, the same people that are promoting all this right. uh, promiscuity and sexualization of children and everything like that are typically people that are, you know, anti-American and pro-China. Right. And so the very country that they want to be pro of wouldn't allow what they're doing. Right. And that's what blows my mind that they don't understand that. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think we're going to go ahead and end that. We are about two minutes over, so I do want to thank, as always, our law enforcement for everything you guys do out there. Guys, we know you're going through a lot right now. We know there's shortages of law enforcement in a lot of these states right now. Please, 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 if you are thinking about becoming a police officer, sheriff, anything in law enforcement, please go ahead and sign up. Do the right thing. Don't let all these people talk you out of it, because if that's what you want to do, do it, please. We need more law enforcement out there, but we also need our government, and we need a lot of these governors and senators and congressmen and women to support our law enforcement. And there are a lot that do, especially on the right, but on the left, there are some, but there's a lot that don't either. But also our military, same thing, guys, because we support our military. We know you guys are going through a lot right now. Uh, supporting military a lot, especially with what's going on right now. I know, I'm sure they're up in arms scared, in other words, right now. Some of them like, what do we do? What do we do? We don't know what's going on. Look, I just found out tonight that uh, Taiwan's on high alert. I just heard that on the news just a little while ago. They're on high alert. Doesn't mean they're going to war, but they're just keeping an eye out on everything, okay? Because well, because China just China, finished like there you go. two weeks of operations off the coast right. of Taiwan. Which is another threat. They just do that. They did it last time. Pelosi went over yeah. and did something similar. It's a little different. Not to this extent. But, um, again, who knows what's going to happen. We're just theorizing what could happen. What's probably going to happen. But, again, guys, keep an eye out. Because there's a lot of talk and people are nervous about it. 
Also, I want to thank our truck drivers for everything you guys are doing out there right now. Guys, you're going through a lot. Gas prices are starting to go up again, I notice. Um, also, I do want to thank our first responders for everything you guys have done. And some of you have lost your jobs and should not have because of this whole COVID thing. Uh, also want to thank our farmers for everything you guys do out there. Guys, again, keep America in your heart. Keep God in your prayers. And obviously, let's keep peace with each other. And let's try to come together on this. Let's try to work through things. We got to get rid of this whole woke thing out of there and all this other stuff. It's nonsense with schools and everything else. Guys, it's time to become strong. Time to become America. Time to unite as people again of this country. Guys, again, thank you for listening. God bless you. God bless America. And have a great night. Take care, and I'll talk to you in a few days. Thanks. And please check out my uh, website, www.justadashmarkcommonsense.com. Scroll to the bottom. Send me an email. Give me your thoughts. I've been getting a lot of emails lately. And again, God bless you. Have a great day.